Virginia has contributed nothing to this nation. Um. Nope, nope. I'm I'm sticking by that. <laughs> the school maybe, but the state has nope. Contributed. Sticking by it. Both Virginia good as a whole. Bad. Good and bad. Good and no, 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 no. Nothing. <laughs> one and all to episode 69 <laughs> <coughs> sorry <coughs> excuse me of quarter life crisis i am your host derek who forgot to make intros for this episode joining me as always yeah. is your favorite co-host the man who is completely unsurprised by that narrative given the last three hours of stress that i just had hunty steppy how you doing buddy uh, I'm good. I will always do a nice giggle at the, the 69. Um, I feel like that's just my personality in a nutshell, but you know, things are good. I went to, went to a party on Saturday. How'd that um, go? It was all right. It was fine. It was a good time. Everybody there was either was like, so my friend that invited me, all of their friends are either engaged, married or in long-term relationships. So it was like me, two other people, and then every couple on earth. And I was like, well, this is fine. Yeah. Um, but I was there for a few hours and then left. It was a holiday theme party. So I went as the 4th of July nice it was very fun good times good times well uh when you're at a party what else do you drink other than a beer so what do you have it's true um i picked up a variety pack of voodoo ranger so this is voodoo rangers experimental ipa spelled with an x i do love experimental it's very good it's very tasty me myself on this uh on this lovely day i am drinking water um mostly because i have not drank any today (laughs) and i also you know shouldn't really be drinking right now because of my current mental state after those last three hours of stress that we're not yeah, going to be talking about. Probably be a uh, bad idea. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm staying hydrated. Also, water just makes me feel nice. And nice, Hunter, is the theme of the episode. Good, good one. That was so, quality. Uh, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> um, so we have, before we get into our final uh, review, not final review, before we get into our final topic, which is obviously the review of Thor, Thor Ragnarok, we have four other topics each uh the title of each or the 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 overall idea of each will spell out nice because you know it's memorial day we're feeling nice Ah, today Uh, no no other reason no no no, no. i'm talking to you for the first time and who knows how long (laughs) i'm just feeling real nice today um so first of all to get the n may 31st in america is officially known as national hamburger day Ooh, good day so i should get a burger yeah you should get a burger uh i feel like as uh, is going on with quarter life crisis tradition, we need to do some BuzzFeed quizzes. Oh, of course. So first of all, we have I have two BuzzFeed quizzes about burgers because you know it's BuzzFeed. Um, the first of which is build your perfect burger and will reveal what state you belong in. So Ooh. myself in Maryland right now, uh, Hunter in New York. Yep. Uh, let's see where BuzzFeed thinks we should go based off of our sandwich preferences. So. First of all, we have, you need to pick your patty. You can do vegetable, turkey, vegetable, turkey, salmon, beef, lamb, or grilled portobello mushroom. Oh, you got to go beef, man. Yeah, beef Come beef on. burger is the only way to get a burger. Uh, the cl- lamb is a close second. Lamb burger is a very I've actually good. never had a lamb burger. So good. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, next, we have a veggie topping. I know this might be hard for you, but hey, not when it comes to burgers, right? Tomatoes, which are a fruit. Avocados, which are also a fruit. Yep. Uh, iceberg lettuce, roasted peppers, eggplants, or all of them. Ooh. You know, I do love, I know, and I know you won't pick it because you don't like tomatoes, right? Um, I hate tomatoes, yeah. I like tomatoes on my burger, so I'll go with tomato. All right. I uh, am a big fan of some roasted peppers. Oh, that's a good I get, one. I get Avocado, the... close second. Yeah. Close I, second. Yeah, I don't like avocados. I get, the, I get the Smoke Shack burger when I go to Shake Shack, and that's oh, got nice. like the, the uh, roasted cherry tomato or uh, peppers on it. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Well, I guess mushrooms don't count as a vegetable, right? Do they? Mushrooms? Um, I don't know. They're a fungus. I'm surprised I, it wasn't on there. That's I feel like they're in their own thing. <laughs> they're just other categories as assigned. Yeah um how about another another topping pickles no. onions spinach grilled zucchini slaw or that's it i'm good i love pickles and onions but i gotta give the nod to pickles here Ooh, okay pickles um, are an elite it, burger topping i honestly like i'm gonna go ahead and assume i can prepare the onion in any way that i want true so i want some caramelized onions and Ooh, i'm going with call. onions here caramelized onions on a burger are unmatched good call all right how about some cheese man do you want gorgonzola mozzarella cheddar brie american or no cheese you gotta go cheddar uh you know because I, I i like some funky burgers i really love a mozzarella burger i feel like i, I really thought you were gonna whip out the gorgonzola there for a no. second and i was gonna hit you i don't <laughs> think i've ever eaten gorgonzola cheese so it sounds gross i wouldn't be able to tell the you. only thing i can think of when i hear that is the head coach of gonzaga basketball mark few <laughs> just seeing his face <laughs> gorgonzaga um next you gotta pick a condiment so we've got ketchup, mayo, mustard, pesto, barbecue sauce, or buffalo sauce. This is tough. Um, there's four. Cor- mm, yeah, there's four correct answers here. Yeah, if you're saying pesto, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, you don't put um, pesto on a burger. Uh, what do I already have on here? I have ketchup, or I have tomato, pickles, uh, and cheese. Um. Let's go with mayo because we already have the tomato. So I feel like ketchup would be overkill. Uh, because of what I got so far, I'm going with barbecue sauce. Um, one of the best oh. burgers I've ever made. It was uh, it was spinach, um, beef patty, barbecue sauce, bacon, and pineapple. That was one of the good. best burgers I've ever Sounds had. Real good. So barbecue sauce on a burger is pretty uh, pretty. That is very good. Underrated. Um, and how about one more fancy topping? Ooh. We've got a fried egg, mac and cheese, lobster truffles onion rings or grilled pineapple can you read the first like three again uh fried egg mac and cheese or truffles okay i'm gonna go with onion rings good call um i would pick truffles but honestly if i have truffles i'm gonna put them on something more decadent i'm not gonna waste those on a burger yeah very expensive they're like 35 dollars an ounce or something nope um mac and cheese is very good but with what i've got on here i'm gonna go with a grilled pineapple yeah that's a good call for you and I believe this is the last question. Yep. The f- uh, finally, you need to choose a bun to eat it on. You can do a standard brioche, uh-huh. a sesame seed bun, a pretzel roll, a lettuce bun, an English muffin, or a ciabatta roll. Uh, give me the sesame. I love a good sesame no bun. Sesame. I am going to be picking um, pretzel roll. Pretzel are burgers ones. are, you know, I, I forget where I had it. It maybe was, it maybe was like an Arby's or something. Not an Arby's, I mean, um, the, like a Friday, TJ Fridays or something. But pretzel burgers are unmatched. <laughs> very different. Very yeah, yeah. Very I, different. My, my brain went to the red, I don't know. Uh, so Hunter, you should live in North Carolina from the pristine oh, shoreline of the Outer dude. Banks and the colorful Blue Ridge Mountains to the hipster city of Asheville and the up and coming Holly oh, Durham. The Tar Heel the, State has it all. That's the homeland. It's where I was born. 
There you go. You got to go back. Yeah, I know. Uh, myself, I will. The perfect place for me is the Lone Star State, from funky <laughs> Austin with its thriving music and food scenes to sophisticated Dallas. <laughs> To scenic hill country with barbecue joints and breweries, you'll love everything about Texas. Hey, we'll find out if Dallas is uh, sophisticated or not. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what we like about <laughs> Judge it. Judge for ourselves. So North Carolina and Texas, uh, I'd be the most obnoxious Washington fan in the state of Texas if I ever went there. Uh, considering, dude, side note, why does everybody have Dallas like going like 11 and 6? Or, because, like, 12 because, and 5? Because they overhyped Dak Prescott. I, I don't why. get it, man. I don't get it. It's a, it's a longer discussion, but I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the next quiz that we have, it's the last one, is what kind of burger are you? Ooh. So we decided what kind of burgers we like, but now what kind of burgers are we? I'm gonna get uh, some weird, some weird you watch, just some absolutely stupid. You're gonna get like a, I'm gonna get like a veggie burger because of all yeah, the time I spend with, my, with my loving girlfriend. Oh no. <laughs> all right. So these uh, questions have a few, have nine choices per answer. So I'll mm. rattle them off pretty quickly and you okay. let me know what you think. All right. What condiment could you never live without? I think and this isn't just on burgers. This is on anything. Mm-hmm. Mustard, ketchup, salsa, tartar sauce, mayo, ranch, barbecue, or pickles. Or I hate condiments, which is not an option. Kind of pickles is a condiment. Though, yeah. Um, what was the one right before pickles? Barbecue sauce? Yes. Um, honestly, give me ranch. I can't really live without ranch. I'm a ranch man. Really I love good. some ranch, dude. I will dip most things. Dude, not with buffalo wings, but with anything else. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm that take. Old Bay mixed with Old Bay, like on anything and then dip it in ranch yeah. makes it perfect. Yeah. Which 90s phrase do you secretly wish would make a comeback? The bomb. Take a chill pill. Talk to the hand. Cut it out. Let's bounce. Booyah. As if. Or it's 2021. Let's just enjoy it. Oh, I kind of want to go with let's bounce. That sounds so cool. I still like, say let's bounce. Like, yeah, like when you're leaving, when you're leaving a party or a bar, someone's like, yeah, let's bounce. Let's get out of here. Like, that sounds so fun. I like that one. I really like booyah. It's fun to say. Booyah. Remember that commercial? That was, um, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, uh, or Ron Stoppable. Shout out to Kim oh, yeah, Possible. Yeah. Can Shout I get out. a booyah? Um, all right. How would your sibling? It has an S on it, but we each only have one sibling. How would your sibling describe you? An overachiever, caring, loving, actually crazy, fun, annoying, oddball, or the parent's favorite? Oh, my sister would call me the fun, annoying, oddball. Easy. No, no, those are three. Those are three oh. separates. Yeah, these are three separates. Um, Sorry. Let's go with fun. Fun. Because I'm not, I'm more fun than I am annoying. I think. Okay, and Carly, correct me if I'm wrong, but Carly calls me caring pretty freaking often and also a gem, but that's oh. usually when I pick her up from bars. Um, <laughs> uh, drink responsibly, everybody. Yeah, that's right. We should have that We should have that uh, qualifier before every episode since we usually drink. Oh, yeah. We, <laughs> 69 episodes, we've never done that once. Yeah. <laughs> um, pick your childhood dream job. Teacher, athlete, doctor, librarian, uh, musician, model, veterinarian, or chef. Ooh, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and I'll say this like, right now, I wanted to be a chef when I was little. Oh, this is so, going to sound uh, so lame, but when I was a kid, I wanted to be a teacher. Yeah, yeah. you, the heroes of America. Let's be honest here. Yeah. Uh, do you want cheese with that? Um, <laughs> yes. It's so the options are your responses. Is there any other way? Does it have soy? Duh. What do you recommend? No. What are my options? Which is the same thing as what do you recommend? Right. Well, Maybe next cool. time. 
extra sauce instead or as much as you can physically put on it uh duh i'm a duh Duh. i am in as much as you can physically put on it eric loves his cheese i love my cheese dude i there's that there's that age-old question like could you um would you rather give up meat or uh cheese i'd rather i'd give up meat in an instant to save with cheese like come on yeah that's a good yeah cheese is very good still good (laughs) still decent source protein so yeah yeah yeah. next we've got choose a potato we've got um sweet potato fries baked potato loaded baked potatoes chips mashed potatoes regular baked potatoes potato salad uh home fries (laughs) that looks like poutine and uh regular french fries oh you love I've, yourself some poutine. I've become such a poutine hoe since I moved here. I gotta go with it. <laughs> yeah, it's I got so poutine. Um, it's, I w- it's the ultimate drunk bar snack. I, yeah, incredible. yeah, I'm sure it is. Oh, um, I wish like curly fries was on here, but I'll just go with regular French fries. I am a, I'm a basic kind of guy there. <laughs> I, okay, I'm just gonna ask you this question and then have you answer and pick your answer uh, <laughs> deciding on it. Okay. How would you describe your cooking skills? extremely average (laughs) uh so (laughs) i have three i'm gonna let you choose from i can pour cereal eh, or mostly order out mostly order out (laughs) yep 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 yep, yep. that's what Um, i did like all last week because i was lazy i think i'm learning i live with andy and joe i I should be learning. learning you should learn some things uh your parents are calling you how do you proceed oh my god so uh, panic because something's wrong pretend they have the wrong number depends on which parent answer with what uh wait for the voicemail let it ring and text them later hit ignore uh or pick up right away i uh, pick up right away yeah i uh panic because there's something wrong because especially when it's my daddy he calls me so rarely yeah. <laughs> that when i get a call from him I'm like oh god what city is closest to your hometown and I think for both of us, this is going to be New York. What are your options? We've got Toronto, Seattle, Salt Lake City, uh, and then LA, Houston, and Chicago are all wrong. Nice. The only ones that are even <laughs> considered are New York and Orlando. And I don't think it's North York. Uh, yeah, Orlando's not closer to wherever you were born. I don't know geography. No, no. Okay. Also, so like, I would say La Plata is my hometown, not North Carolina. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> this is really funny. So, uh, Hunter, you got the cheeseburger. Look at you, oh popular Hell one. A party yeah. isn't a party until you arrive, and everyone just wants to be your friend. Let's go. Let's go the other way around. Uh, you, you already knew that, but you already knew that, didn't you? Don't change. You're perfect just the way you are. Let's go. Uh, I'm a double cheeseburger. Oh, come on. <laughs> the kind of person who wants to have it all and wants it now, case closed. You never settle for just enough because you know you deserve more in life and then some. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's pretty so, um so uh, North Carolina, Texas, cheeseburger, double cheeseburger. Beautiful time. Everything's bigger in Texas. Look at Everything that. Everything is bigger in Look Texas. Look at that. Exactly. Let's go. Cool. Awesome. So that uh, that wraps up our um, our N for the nice. Uh, getting into the I for the nice actually is just continuing. This was the idea from um, my lovely girlfriend, Katie Joy. Okay. Uh, she suggested Ice Ice Baby. And we're going to talk about some hockey because I know how much you love that. Yes, let's go. But because I know absolutely nothing about the technical aspects of hockey, yeah, we're going to do something that I feel like I can throw a few cents in here. Right. Um, most sports, most uh, professional sports, uh, specifically the big four, uh, a big part of that identity of a team is their team mascot. Yeah. 
you know, and some mascots are a lot cooler than other mascots. So, in, but instead of like ranking them on how cool they are, yeah, I'd like to know how each of the NHL mascots would fare in a battle to the death. Okay. So I have taken all 31 teams plus the Seattle Kraken. I've taken their uh, mascots and put them in a tournament bracket. And we have to decide what NHL mascot would survive until the end. This is so fun. So they're broken up by division. Um, That was the only way to do it. You know, I I had to make you proud proud of me for that one. Yeah, I I am proud of you for that. So starting off with the East, and these uh, the rankings are in no particular order. I didn't do any of that. I just put them in their own uh, division. So starting off with the East, a pretty good matchup for uh, round number one. We've got the Bruins and the Sabres. Yeah, so the well, the Bruins. Um, I think it was Julie just found out that that is a bear. Yep, like a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so good job, Julie. Uh, she thought it was just the letter B, and I was like, nope, that's incorrect. Um, the Sabers technically it's the name of a sword, but their mascot is a saber toothed tiger. Um, so like still vicious or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and do we know what type of bear a Bruin is? Because I think that influences I'm, my answer. I'm pretty sure it's just like a black bear, right? Okay. What is a Bruin? I think it's just an English term for bear. Um, it's an English folk term for brown bear. That's what it is. So it's just a generic like brown bear. So I remember. Okay, so in in rankings of bears, as Joe always says, um, so as one does. Yeah, yeah, a black bear is just a giant raccoon. They're they don't want to harm anybody, but they will if you get in their way. Right. Brown bears are a little more dangerous. You don't want to be around them very much because uh, they're they can run like thirty miles an hour and have the strength of like. 50 50 humans yeah polar bears if they see you you are dead um that's true so and because of all like the fat that the that the bears have that probably protects them from any kind of potential predators i'm giving it to the bruins here so are we going off of the sabers like physical mascot or just like the sabers yeah yeah physical mascot physical mascot well, um, for this one specifically, bro, I might it's a it's a saber tooth tiger man those it is vicious those but are they're vicious. also dead they're wait are they, is that an extinct animal? I actually don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, oh, it is, oh, it is a saber tooth cat is any member of various extinct group. Okay. Yeah. So um, it's dead. Uh, oh. I feel like for that reason alone, you got to go Bruins. You Can't really argue Bruins. that. <laughs> like you're All so, right. you're so stupid. You died out. Like, come on, man. Next, we've got a pretty easy one. We've got the devils and we've got the Islanders. Well, obviously the devils are going to win that one. Yeah. But the but the Islanders might put up a fight because those those seafaring island men. Are... Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> They'll take their like nets and like throw it on the devil. Um, next one, we've got the Rangers and we've got the Flyers. What even is a, a Flyers like a part of a? No, a Flyer is nothing. I think. Yeah, I don't think a Flyer is anything. What is a Flyer? Oh, but their mascot's gritty. Oh God, Gritty could kill anything just by looking. Gritty, at it. it doesn't. And the Rangers are named after. It has something to do with the with the Texas Rangers, actually. I think, sure. um, or Park Park Rangers or something. I don't know. Not as vicious as Gritty, so we got to give that to the Flyers. Yeah. Um, and the next one, and I hate to say it, it's the Penguins versus the Capitals, and I don't really see Capitals doing any damage to a Penguin. Dude, their mascot is a bald eagle. No, no, no. They're Capitals. <laughs> They're Capitals. The mascot is a bald eagle. Yeah, but the, but the, but they're capitals. Okay, but if we're doing the same thing for the Flyers, uh, that's you know I I'm in charge this week. All right, fine, give it to the Penguins. Whatever, <laughs> Penguins are gonna get eaten alive by gritty in yeah. round two. 
Um, we'll we'll just finish out each division as we go. We got the Bruins against the Devils. It's got to be the Devils again, right? Maybe. That I mean, like that. The, I feel like a Devil would beat a Bear pretty. You know what? Weirdly easily. enough, I. You know what? Weirdly enough, I think the saber a saber tooth tiger could beat a Devil, but I don't think the Bears could. What is your logic for that? Because all a Devil's got is a pitchfork. Can't Devils like use magic and stuff? They definitely can. Hundred percent. Do I look religious to you? <laughs> No, but also a devil would 100% beat a bear every time. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so the devils would beat the Bruins, but you just said that you don't think a broom would beat a devil. No, no, no. I don't think of, I I just said I don't think a Bruin would beat a devil. I said I do think a saber tooth would beat a devil. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, so give it to the devils. Yeah. (laughs) Next, we got flyers and penguins. Dude, it's the flyers. It's gritty. All the way. And, you know, honestly, the Elite Eight is a devil versus another devil. Um, I don't know who would win between. I mean, I think Gritty would get this far just on like craziness, but yeah, the devil devil's seen a, some things. The devil's a devil, so like, the there's devil. a reason that they are feared. Yeah. All right, going over to the West. I need another easy one. We got the Ducks and we got the Coyotes. <laughs> Gee, I I wonder who wins that one. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I love this next one too, and I think we know. We've got the Avalanche and we've got Kings. Yeah, I don't think some Kings are gonna go up well against a natural disaster yeah, i don't see kings outlasting an avalanche no next we've got the wild open to interpretation and blues yeah i'm pretty sure the wild is like their actual logo is like a bear with like the woods inside of it mm-hmm. so i'm gonna go with the wild on that one because okay. the blues is just jazz music yeah <laughs> so like what is that or sadness either of which yeah, is not yeah, helping sure. you so uh next we've got the sharks and the golden knights that's, uh, that's closer than you think. Um, I think it's Golden Knights on this one. Probably because they got the swords and stuff. Right? Yeah, like, if, if this was any kind of layman, I'd go with the sharks, but like Golden Knights are trained to. to and they probably got like, yet. they probably got like cannons or something too. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah they'll, win that. they'll win that. So this one, and I realize I pronounced it wrong, is it the Coyotes or is it the Avalanche? Because I don't think, I think Coyotes might be able to outlast an Avalanche. I don't know if they'd be able to kill it though. It's kind of hard to kill an Avalanche. Yeah. Avalanche just kind of the avalanche just stops when it wants to. You know what I think? You know what I think? I'm going with coyotes here. Why? Because they because like I, I'm I'm mixing my uh, my feral beasts right now. Um, but you, you take a look at like wolves and other like foxes and other kind kinds of those yeah. um, creatures, and they have to deal with the we have to deal with the elements all the time. And I'd trust I'd trust a coyote and an avalanche to lead me to safety. But what about what about when like there's i don't know how much snow actually comes down in an avalanche but like let's just say at least a ton right like a ton mm-hmm. of snow that sounds about right a ton of snow just barrels down on a coyote how how do you expect it to win well it depends on where they are if they're at yeah, the, I mean, if they can outrun it, it sure but like how, okay hang on, the, hang on let's, yeah, let's do that, that let's do that happens. hang on how fast does an do avalanche travel do coyotes even live in cold climates i don't know let's just see oh never mind avalanches can go more than 200 miles per hour yeah no that coyote's <laughs> that's toast, an avalanche dude. yep that's an avalanche <laughs> the saber-toothed tiger however might yeah 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 um next we've got the wild against the golden knights and i think it's the knights again yeah easy but easy unfortunately money. the knights aren't gonna they're slower than coyotes yeah the avalanche is a pretty tough mascot when you think yeah. about it yep. <laughs> okay over to central we've got the hurricanes and the blackhawks um gotta be hurricanes yeah yeah I'm also go... like 
we don't have to we don't need to get into that i'm no no i'm considering blackhawks as a black hawk so a an okay, actual right. bird right, and well, birds, still hurt yeah birds don't don't do all that hurricane would still beat a bird so we've got the blue jackets and we've got the stars now i'm gonna consider this a fight to the death on the planet earth and i don't think the stars would be doing anything to the blue jackets are you saying stars as in like just like famous people no no stars as in stars oh like actual stars yeah yeah stars like celestial stars so like a star stars just hanging in the sky yeah. Yeah, yeah and they can't do much to a jacket well do you know what a blue jacket is no it's a jacket it's not, it's not no i, I know like... what a blue jacket is but we're looking at the blue jackets oh my god all right uh I, I feel like well yeah stars are not going to do anything i mean either way it's blue jackets <laughs> yeah either way it's like the starring unless the star is physically like vaporizing you it's not going to do anything next we've got the red wings and the panthers well red wing is a part of a car okay. um and the panther is a cat so i'm going to take the panther on that one yeah I, if, if the red wing animal. was attached to the rest of the car no it's would... like a part it's like a part of the wheel yeah if the red wing was <laughs> if steep. if we included the entire car there would be an argument here but yeah a car could throw up a fight like you know lightning mcqueen could go toe-to-toe with a panther yeah but, exactly you know. speaking of lightning it's the predators against the lightning i don't know i feel like one zap of lightning would just yeah, kill no. a predator nope. instantly nope. predators just are dead toast dead. uh back to the sweet 16 we've got the hurricanes and the blue jackets and no matter how what you consider a blue jacket, that's a hurricane. Yeah, hurricane again. So what I'm hearing is we need to just name all teams after natural disasters. Exactly. They're gonna beat everything every time. <laughs> you you might think that. Oh right. Uh, next we got the Panthers and the Lightning. I mean, it's another cat. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yep. So let's let's cut maybe the hottest discussion: oh, hurricanes man. versus lightning. Well, don't you need? Not always. Nope. No, you don't always need hurricane for lightning. Okay, let's. You know what? But I feel like it's hard. I feel like a hurricane is so dominant, right? Like, Man, let's. So you keep talking. I'm doing. Some I don't research. think. I don't think lightning would really do much to a hurricane, but a hurricane could like push another storm system out of the way, right? Or like eat it essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, so it could take over whatever the lightning is already in and just make it its own. So I feel like if you're going to dominate like that, that's the hurricane. So I'm like researching how many okay. people per year. Ooh. Okay. So per year, there are approximately. Um, and I'm calling this in the United States. There, per year, there are approximately uh, 12 deaths per uh, due to hurricanes or hurricane-related activities in the United States. In, in the United States, it, for lightning, 49 people per year. So lightning is that much more deadly. Well, but here's my thing, though, is like, I feel like a hurricane has a lot bigger chance to do more even though it doesn't because usually like you have warning and advance notice but like lightning just happens right so like the lightning has a quick factor but the hurricane itself has more embodied into it right it's got like wind speed ferociousness velocity and like i said it can take over other existing storms and be like you are mine now you do as i say and has the capacity to kill more people in in like in one event like one overall setting even though it doesn't because you do sometimes have time to leave before you know it comes yeah, I, I feel like a hurricane is more powerful than lightning. Have you ever tried to keep up with the speed of light, bud? I mean, like, that's speed, what I'm saying. The only thing king. it has is quick factors. Speed the only is thing it has. Dude, have you ever been struck by lightning? No. You don't know. Dude, lightning what? burns <laughs> with the intensity of the sun. I know, but I feel the like a sun. Hurricane, it's just so the at sun. Random. It's so at random. A hurricane is huge and dominant and massive. I, I think a hurricane is way more powerful than a lightning. Well, I'm picking the lightning. All right, well, um, you're a fool for that. <laughs> 
So now we're in the North Division, and I included uh, Seattle, even though they're in their own thing yeah, right fine. now. Yeah, that's um, fine. They'll probably the be cr- in the West, but that's fine. We've got the Kraken, and we've got the Flames. Well, if you set a Kraken on fire... Let's go back in the water. And just douse itself, so... Oh, that's Kraken. Kraken. <laughs> I think this is my favorite. You know what? We're going to save that for the last one of round one. We've oh, got God. the... First, next, we've got the Senators and the Maple Leafs. Well, one's a Leaf. <laughs> And one is a person. They're a legislator. So the Leafs. But um, oh, <laughs> Next, we've got the Canucks and the Jets. So a Canadian versus a Jet. So a Canadian. I think the, I think the Jet wins that one. <laughs> yep. And my favorite matchup, the Oilers or the Canadians. <laughs> what the hell? What is an Oiler again? Is it what just like a person? Is, is an like an Oiler. An Oiler is an oil tanker. Oh, that's the Oiler. Oh, Hundred percent. Yeah, oh, that would win every time. But that really uh, sets it up for for uh, failure in the next matchup because we got a Kraken versus a big ship. Oh well, if you've seen uh, Pirates of the Caribbean two, you know what wins. It's the Kraken. It's the Kraken. And next we've got the Senators and the Jets. Jets. Yeah, that's the Jets. And finally, and I think we know what's going on here: the Kraken or the Jets. What? I don't know though, because the Jet like, how tall does a Kraken get mythologically? Okay, so how high how, can they come out of the water? You know, how how tall is a kraken? Uh, fifty feet in length. Okay, so it could probably come probably about thirty feet out of the water, really. So let's consider the fact that they do have to like if they the only way that they can fight is the jet getting into the, the kraken jet actually territory. has to hit the kraken, right? Yeah, like it's not like you're just shooting guns out of a jet. But the only way to do that is just try to d- dive into the water and hope like for the dive best. bomb at it. Yeah, okay, it's a kraken. That's, that's a kraken. kraken. All right, and we are in the final four. So Let's we've go. got <laughs> we've got Devils versus the Avalanche. Sorry, buddy, Devils are losing that one. Yeah, that's the Avalanche. That was that was two eight seed matchups, by the way. Oh wow! <laughs> and we've got Lightning versus Kraken, and I hate to admit it, it's a Lightning. It's got to be the Lightning. It's got to just... be the Lightning. And finally. This is a tough one. Avalanche no. or lightning? I don't know. It's lightning. Yeah. Because lightning melts snow. Because, yeah, because if, yeah, because if like the lightning is going to beat a hurricane, then the lightning's definitely going to beat an avalanche because the avalanche yeah. just also goes down. It's not like it's swirling around and throwing stuff and, yeah, exactly. just quick tame done. Bye. Uh, so there we have it. The, the NHL mascot battle royale, the uh, <laughs> one that comes up on top is the lightning. Funnily enough, Lightning Avalanche might be the Stanley Cup final this year. <laughs> Will it really? It might be. Dude, if we just predicted the Stanley Cup it's, final. It's looking like it. <laughs> Although I think Colorado. Your mic came unplugged. Okay, cool. <laughs> All righty. Yeah. Well, uh, cool. We have a new champion, and we might need to do that for uh, the rest of the Big Four team. Yeah, those, Big that, four was that was a good time. That was a good one. All right. <laughs> that... Miami Heat. All right. Well, against the Bucks, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> Okay, um, so that covers the eye in our nice episode. Uh, next, Wait, hold on, I just also thought <laughs> that was a seventy-sixer. <laughs> uh, the it was just the a, the founding fathers that signed the declaration. Yeah, just a, a colonialist. Like, what is happening? They get killed by by d- diseases. <laughs> yeah, like. Alrighty. Um, next in our nice episode, we have to cover the C, and the C state this week stands for Championship Weekend. Nice. Every Memorial Day weekend is the ncaa men's lacrosse championship weekend so they have the d1 semi and quarter no d1 semifinals 
the D2 and 3 championships. Z1, yeah, the, the semifinals on Saturday, the D2 and 3 championships on Sunday, and then the D1 championship is always on Monday. So, as somebody who has limited exposure to lacrosse, I would like to know how much you retained from your short time watching it. I've got eight questions here, eight trivia questions, eight multiple choice trivia questions to help you out a little bit. We're going to see how much you know about lacrosse. Uh-huh. So, uh, last time we did one of these games, you swept the board. I know. It's probably let's, not going to happen. This yeah, let's, let's, see how, uh, let's see how well it keeps up. So, first of all, kind of an easy one. How many players on each team are on the field at once? From each team? Yep, not total. Each team. Including goalies? Yep. Ooh, wait. I remember they said six on six, but I don't know if that counts goalies or not. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with six. I'm going to go with six. Oh, I forgot to give you your options. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. Thanks. Well, that was very wrong because the, uh, the options are eight, nine, 10, or 11. Oh, all right. Well, I was wrong. Um, eight, nine, 10, or 11. 11. Incorrect. Dang. Correct answer is 10. Oh. There are... Three attackmen, three middies, three defensemen, and a goalie on each team. So off to a great start. We will highlight that color red because you got it wrong. <laughs> All right, next. Uh, this is something that might be a little analogous because you grow up playing hockey. What protective equipment is not normally used on a player? Heads, arms, shoulders, or shins? It's shins. Correct. The yeah, only time a lacrosse player is wearing shin guards, and I don't even know if this is at the professional level, but um, our our uh, women's uh, goalies. Hmm. I don't know if that had. Like I said, I don't know if that's professional level. I haven't watched it in a while, um, but yeah, one for two. And this, I hope you retain because it was said a lot. What is the name of the pos- possession deciding activity that occurs at the start of each quarter? Oh, it's a face-off, right? Yep. Okay, I was about yeah. to say, it's a jump ball, draw, face-off, or tip-off. It's the same um, as hockey. So. Yep, and it's a face-off in men's lacrosse, and in women's lacrosse, it's actually a draw because they uh, they do it differently. And I almost spoiled the uh, answer to this question. When facing off, where is the ball? Is it in the ref's hand, ready to be dropped, tossed in the air, rolled onto the field, or starting on the ground? It starts on the ground. There you go. Yeah, in women's lacrosse, uh, they <laughs> – two – uh, the two opposing teams, um, they put their sticks, the stick heads, like against each other, and the ball is placed in the middle of it. And they got to pull it back in the air and hope that one of their wings catches it. It's really weird. <laughs> oh, right. um, Next. When a player shoots, a, shoots on goal and misses, causing the ball to go out of bounds, what team takes control of the ball? Is it the offense, the defense, whoever is closest to the ball, or they face off? Based on what I saw, I'm going to go with uh, whoever is closest to the ball. That is correct. That is probably like the most complicated basic rule of lacrosse. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of complicated rules, but that's the one like you need to. You yeah, need I did to think that was kind of weird. I was like, what? Is, why is that? It's 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 so that like you don't just like take shots to keep or uh, it's so if you can take shots without risk of losing possession. Ah, uh, to encourage shooting. Uh, it's similar to like uh, like a corner kick if um a, if a goalie if a goalkeeper touched the ball in soccer. What is the name of the penalty for striking an opponent in the head with your stick? Is it a cross check, 
a slash, unnecessary roughness, or a legal procedure? Um, for just like you said, striking them. In like the if head? you're if you're on defense and you or if you're on defense and I have the ball, if you take your stick and hit me in the head. I feel like it's the last one. Uh, legal procedure. Yeah, that is incorrect. Dang it! It's known as a slash. Uh, cross checks are when you uh, hit somebody with your stick, but you don't uh, close your hands. Like if you hit somebody with the the base of your stick. Um, slashing refers to any kind of illegal contact with your stick. Like you can't check anybody in the head, in the back, in the legs, something like that. Unnecessary roughness is you know self-explanatory. An illegal procedure is anything along the lines of like. Um, holding somebody with holding somebody oh. stick down, holding the ball like in your hand or something like that. So that's weird though, because slash like a slash in hockey, if you did it to their head, that pretty sure they just put you in prison. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little more dangerous. It's not slashing; they're just like, ah, you should leave the game now. All right, two more. Uh, you have the chance to go six for eight. So this is a this is kind of a complicated question that I'm curious to see what you'll think of, knowing your like hockey knowledge. When can a defender be penalized for running through the goal crease? when possessing the ball, when a teammate possesses the ball, when the goalie is also in the crease, or never. So my options were when that person has the ball, mm -hmm. when the teammate has the ball, mm -hmm. when the goalie's in the crease, or mm -hmm. never. Correct. Well, I know in hockey, it doesn't matter. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I'm going to go on a limb saying when they're possessing the ball. That is correct. It is yeah. illegal for a defensive player. to. So a defensive player can get into the crease when they're on defense or if somebody else has the ball. You can go into the crease all you want. If you have possessed the ball, run in the crease, and then run out, that's a penalty. It's a dumb penalty, but it is a penalty. That does seem stupid. <laughs> and finally, this is going to be a complete guess for you. Oh, boy. What Native American tribe invented the game of lacrosse, originally known as stickball? The Algonquins, the Iroquois, the Cherokee, or the Wicomico? Ooh, I knew this once upon a time. And I apologize if the, if the pronunciation is incorrect. I think I got it, but I, I apologize. I'm going to go with the Iroquois. Close, but no cigar. Dang. Uh, that would be the Algonquin. Uh, ah, I, it, it was off by a matter of like, months honestly like once it was invented like every tribe was playing it was like oh, a yeah. it was like a a battle ritual game back then and has been indoctrinated by uh rich white people but well that was gonna say that was my favorite thing from watching the game is looking at all like the frat brothers who studied clearly at the smith school of business yep. in the yep. stands i was like oh, yeah. hey chad nice to see you like, yep 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 so uh what was that five for eight not bad not bad at all not horrible not watched horrible. his full first full across game today uh not bad at all uh, that covers the C of our nice episode, and we are going to get into the E. Another suggestion um, from my lovely uh, girlfriend, Katie Joy. Hey, Hunter, you like eggs? Uh, I guess so, yeah. Because we have a tier list to make. Oh, God. <laughs> it is the egg dish tier list. Oh. I uh, went on Wikipedia and found uh, a list of egg dishes that explains like their... Uh, where they come from, the, the flavor profile, all that stuff. And we, uh, if you allow me to share my screen, You're good. are going to rank all of these. I've got 14 different egg dishes. I'm going to uh, kind of kind of share around or skip around from what's actually on like the list. But as always, we have five tiers, five categories. 
And because I'm me, oh, of course, yes. I had to make them Let's all go. egg puns. I love it. So at the very top, we have exceptional. Nice. The exceptional dishes. Below that, we have excellent. Not quite exceptional, but they're pretty excellent. Uh, we have exciting. It's like you get, you get a little jazzed about it. The next one is exhausting, <laughs> which like, oh, God, I, I, think, I really, really want I this. think that's my favorite pun out of all five of these. And the final one is executed. Nice. Get it off of the face of the earth. We don't want to touch it. So I don't know how many of these you've had, <laughs> but we're going to do our best. There's one I'm looking at like, what on earth is that? But, yeah. And I can't wait to tell you the name of it because I forgot and I actually have to pull up the, pull up the oh list to remember. Uh, okay. There we go. So first of all, I'm not going to go in the order of the way you see it, Hunter, for the listeners, it's not going to matter. But first of all, we're going to go with hard boiled eggs. Uh, that's a, that's a no for me, dog. Yeah. Hard boiled eggs. I, I've had them once and I did not like it. My dad eats those. Well, he used to, I don't know if he still does every morning and I don't know how he did it. Um, they don't really taste like anything to me. Uh, egg, eggs, eggs, uh, or hard boiled eggs are going in exhausting because I don't think they're offensive, but like not my, not my choice. Yeah. I just like, don't want to eat it, but like if someone offers me one and I'm starving, yeah, obviously I will. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next, we've got the tried and true omelet. I feel okay. I feel like this is exciting because an omelet is only as good as the contents of inside the egg, and sometimes it's just like not as good as you intended it to be. Mm-hmm. You know? No, I know. I completely agree. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, it does have a. If you just have an egg omelet, that's kind of gross. If I'm at a, a continental bed and breakfast and they have an omelet station, you best bet I'm getting one. Exactly. And it's exactly. going to be good. But uh, Next, we've got a breakfast sandwich, an eggs breakfast sandwich. I feel like the egg isn't the focal point of this. Is it just, are we doing like egg with meat? Like how are we yeah, doing? You can put anything on it you want. It's just the sandwich. Same with, same with omelet. Mm. Yeah, I feel like this one's excellent. Because mm-hmm. like a breakfast sandwich just is amplified by the egg. Like the I egg is just good. Agree. And, you know, bread and meat and cheese and egg. Good. Next, we've got scrambled eggs. Uh, and this might be a hot take. I'm sorry for anybody I offend. Those are kind of exhausting. Yeah, I'll eat them. But I got to put, like, if you don't put cheese, ketchup, hot sauce, something on them, there's something wrong with you. Like, yeah. I don't know why you're just eating scrambled eggs. Exactly. Uh, next, we've got steak and eggs. You're the uh, bodybuilder's Ooh. breakfast of choice. I love steak and eggs. How steak and eggs. Oh, do you think it goes at the top? No. Oh, I was going to say excellent because I think that's excellent. Yeah. Because yeah. again, the egg is not the focal point, it's the steak. The exactly. egg complements the steak and makes it good, but you can pair a lot of things with a steak and it's good. Exactly. So next, we've got uh, <laughs> here, what do I want to do? Oh, eggs benedict. Um, I just actually, okay, here's my, so usually I know eggs Benedict's is usually served with what? Um, Hollandaise. Like, yeah. But what's the meat? Well, so I guess it could be whatever. Um, yeah. usually it's Canadian bacon or something. So yeah. Ham, Canadian bacon. Katie usually um, gets vegetarian eggs, Benny. I think this one is our first exceptional. Ooh, interesting. I love eggs Benedict. The holidays not, is really good. Yeah, like the I, way the egg runs over whatever meat you have. So good. It's yeah. I'm great. not, I'm not huge on uh, eggs Benedict. I really do like the holidays and stuff. I've never had a really good one though. Um, so I'm, I'm reserving my judgment. They're so good. <laughs> uh, what should we do next? Uh, let's do French toast. Um, it's better than normal toast. That's very true. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to go egg siding again. Yeah, I agree. It's just like, 
Like, same as Yama. Like sometimes it's real good and sometimes it just falls really flat and you're like, oh, dang. All right. Uh, next we've got my personal favorite, the brunch burger. Oh, at the top. That is exceptional. Oh, so Literally anytime, also known as the hangover sandwich. Yep, yep. <laughs> like when you're super hungover and you just get some like beef and eggs, you're like, oh, that's so good. Dude, it's uh, every time me walking into Denny's, it's that burger with um, beer cheese and oh, yeah. a fried egg and apple with smoked bacon and maple syrup. Ooh, yeah, your, your future right cardiologist now. is going to be like, how many of these do you when you're younger? And you're yeah, gonna be exactly. Like, you don't want to know. Too many, too yeah. many. <laughs> um, next, we'll go with frozen custard. It's fine. Oh, it's okay. It's fine. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with exhausting. <laughs> Yeah. Like For the I, sole reason that I'd why I would rather eat frozen yogurt. Yeah. And I'd rather eat ice cream than frozen yogurt. So that's like two yeah. tiers down. Yeah, it's it's just literally it's not even average. It's just like, okay. Yeah. You exactly. exist. Cool. Uh next we're gonna do huevos rancheros, which the image does not really do it justice Incredible because huevos rancheros food. is delicious. Incredible food. I that's had huevos gotta... rancheros on like Friday, I think. Oh. And bro, oh, might make I'm it so for jealous. dinner again. It's I haven't so had good. that in so long. It's so good. Yeah, that's going I, yeah. to the top. That's, that's the top. going exceptional. So good. Next, we've got carbonara, also known as breakfast pasta. Thank you, Caitlin. Um, carbonara is actually like very good. Yeah, like, it's very good. Carbonara, I would say, as as a chef, is the best dish that I make. <laughs> Derek, when you can make me carbonara, um, oh, when you're sleeping on my couch all summer. Okay. Um, I don't. Is it top though? I I think so. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, cool. that's okay. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, next, we've got shakshuka. You ever have shakshuka? Maybe. What? It's essentially tomato stew with with uh, poached eggs. I don't know if I've had it, but I've seen it a million times. Yep. So I'll just describe it because Katie made it for me um, Saturday night. We had it's uh, you just throw onions, curry powder, uh, garlic, um, jalapeno, uh, and then you just let that like stew for a little bit. And then you throw pour in some coconut milk and some uh, tomatoes and you let all that stew and like boil and stuff and thicken. And then you crack some eggs in it, cover it, let it just let it sit. And then the, like the stew cooks the eggs and poaches the eggs and then you eat it. That sounds Delicious. real tasty. Um, I'm going to, because I'm not, because I don't like it on its own. I'd rather like put it over rice or something. Ah. I'm going to go with excellent. That's it's fine. not quite exceptional, but it's excellent. Wow. We have nothing in the bottom tier yet. Yeah. We're, we'll get there. <laughs> Next, we've got uh, one of my favorite cocktails, a whiskey sour. Last time I had a whiskey sour. Probably Joe made it for you. Probably. Um, just because I don't treat myself well. <laughs> um, yeah, those are good. You like it better than I do. I'm not I'd a say it's exciting. It. I, yeah, there, are better, there are better cocktails, especially better whiskey cocktails. Um, but, you know, and people are always turned off by, like, the egg white. It makes it so much better. Yeah, that's um, fine. I love it. Okay. And then the final meal. I uh, don't think you're prepared for this. I wanted one more because this is only 13 and I was like, we can get one more in there. What you are looking at is a dish originating from the United Kingdom. Okay. It is toast, excuse me, scrambled eggs. What looks to be some kind of like hot sriracha sauce topped with anchovies. And the name of this meal is the Scotch Woodcock. Oh, God, no. (laughs) 
that is our one and only that's disgusting like you you could have convinced me to put it a little higher and then you hit the anchovies and then the name just made it worse yep yep that is our one and only what is is wrong with the united kingdom what are they doing over there yeah you beans on toast looking (laughs) beans on toast isn't that bad beans on toast is fine it's not good it's fine it's is it exhausting or is it executing (laughs) It's exhausting. Okay. Right. <laughs> so we're not, we don't kill it with fire. We kill that kill with fire. With fire. Uh, okay. So um, just to recap in uh, the bottom tier, we have Scotch Woodcock in the exhausting tier. We have hard boiled eggs, scrambled eggs, and frozen custard in exciting. We have omelets, French toast, and whiskey sours. Also side note, if you haven't tried uh, a whipped egg white in your whiskey sour, highly recommend. It's amazing. Um, in excellent, we have breakfast sandwiches, steak and eggs, and shakshuka. And in exceptional, we have carbonara, huevos rancheros, eggs Benny, and the brunch burger. Ooh. Hunter, what are you thinking? I just I really want a brunch burger now. Yeah. Are there any are there any uh, egg dishes that we missed out on? Uh frittata's not made out of eggs, right? I don't what is that think made so. out of? Hold on. I don't think I don't think we missed anything important though. Frittata, what are you? Um, I guess they're uh, a frittata is cooked slow. Oh, a frittata is eggs. Oh, um, it's exciting. Yeah, it's fine. Let's call it mid tier. It's it's a it's a slow cooked omelet rather than a high heat fast oh, okay. omelet. Dude, have you ever had soft scrambled eggs? What's that? It's like it's more popular in England, but um, it's like it's like eggs with the consistency of like little bit thicker mashed potatoes i no. can't tell if i'd like it or not that sounds weird I don't know if <laughs> it like sounds that. weird but like whenever that's how gordon ramsay makes his eggs and i i trust gordon ramsay with i trust food. gordon ramsay with <laughs> yeah. most things whenever his tiktok pops up and he's making food i'm like i'm just gonna hang out here for a while just, dude have just... you seen have you seen his bacon onion jam yeah oh my god so that's, shout out gordon shout out big ups on gordon ramsay y'all. yeah go ahead go off gordon go off gordon okay and uh that concludes our nice topics uh thank you for indulging us on such a nice episode for um, no reason whatsoever yeah for no reason yeah. it's just we just feeling nice today uh and we're gonna finish being nice as we review thor ragnarok so just say before we start though how perfect would it have been for this episode if we'd gotten end game with those two yeah that would have been great that, that would have been, been so good i was i was trying to figure <laughs> out a way to make e work with with uh with ragnarok but um uh, it, i couldn't figure it out um so hunter yes what happens in thor ragnarok what doesn't happen in thor ragnarok um so thor ragnarok i watched this a few days ago now let me see if i remember the opening correctly um Oh, the opening is we see we open on Thor, who is basically tied up in a bunch of chains, and he's like narrating to the audience, like, "Oh, you're probably wondering how I got you here," automatically telling us this movie is going to be incredible. Um, and he basically is talking about like basically what has happened since the end of Ultron, uh, because we didn't see him through Civil War, Guardians Two, Doctors, like we haven't seen him since Ultron. Um, and so he's basically been catching us up on like what he's been doing in that time frame. But we find out that essentially he's been, you know, captured by what, what was that evil dude's name? Do you remember? Uh, Surtur. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and basically he's, captured he's a, he's a, he's a Nordic mythology figure. Like yeah. he's, he's important. Yeah. So he's captured Thor and Thor's like, ha ha ha, your plan's actually foiled. But then Surtur warms Thor of basically unveils his evil plan. It is like Ragnarok is coming. And Thor's like, what the heck is that? Basically Ragnarok means that the death of Asgard, the destruction of the place. Um, 
And so then Thor's like, just kidding. No, I'm going to steal your helmet, which would, or your crown, which would stop Ragnarok because that's how he destroys Asgard. He leaves, but then he gets back to Asgard and it's clear that he hasn't been there in a while because there's a lot of, you know, like the, the place has kind of fallen to pieces. It's not really as glorious as it once was. Turns out Loki's back just somehow um, with logic that makes no sense from Dark World. Do not get me started. Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but he's basically disguised himself as Odin um, and has outcast Odin himself to Earth uh, and is running Asgard. Thor comes, puts a stop to it. They go find Odin actually ends up dying, but warns them that, um, guess what? They have a sister named oh. Hela, um, played by Kate Blanchett, uh, who is coming and basically she draws her power from Asgard and is going to basically turn the place into evil. Hela shows up and is like, basically i'm way stronger than all of you um she reveals to the people of asgard that asgard actually once was like a basically a colonial power would just go out and dominate other peoples um and that's how they got to be so powerful and then they just kind of stopped um hella had been you know uh what's the word i'm looking for exiled yes i wanted to say executed so badly um exiled by odin and then she came back blah 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 so Thor, meanwhile, she she sends Thor and Loki. She basically like tries to kill them, but they get lost into like this void in space and they end up on this planet called Sakar. I don't even know if it's a planet, it's like a void. Uh, but like Sakar is basically this place where like time stands still. Um, and it's like this weird, like video game-esque, like ready player one looking type of place um, that is run by Jeff Goldblum, which is incredible. Um, we love him. Um, but we also meet uh Valkyrie, whose name actually shouldn't be Valkyrie now that I think about it. She is a Valkyrie. But like her name, her yeah, she shouldn't be called that, but Tessa Thompson's there. That's cool. Um, basically, she's a drunk and she hates her life um, because she is basically like an outcast member of the Valkyrie after Hela destroyed them. Um, but on Sakaar, essentially, like there's this big champion. Thor has to beat this champion. Turns out the champion is the Hulk, and basically the Hulk has just been beating people to death <laughs> this entire time, and he's been that way since Ultron. Um, and finally, like, you know, Thor and Hulk have this like bonding moment for like a half hour hour then bruce comes back the hulk goes away and then they have to get off the planet and escape they go back then they have to fight hella they eventually realize that the way to beat hella is you have to actually destroy asgard so ragnarok needs to happen they destroy they let searcher come and destroy asgard um and then they get all the people off and they leave the movie ends however though um with thanos's ship finding them which is how infinity war starts and it's not a fun ending um i don't think i missed anything didn't okay the movie itself is very good Derek I mm. didn't love the plot what'd you give it I gave it a six mm. um which in comparison to the rest of the movie is the lowest score I gave it yep. um the plot I felt that the whole Sakaar sequence was just we need to fill 45 minutes of time um and I understand like there were some se- there were several moments in there that were very you know influential into Thor's character and even the Hulk going through towards Infinity War and Endgame like those moments were key for them but the whole idea of it was just very filler to me. Like it just felt disjointed from the rest of the plot. It was just kind of like, it's, it's not, it it felt like he tried to make it as similar to in the original Thor where he gets sent to earth to, to become worthy again, essentially. This is what it felt like, but it didn't do that necessarily. It was just like, here, Thor, just blow some stuff up and meet Korg. Who's a great character, but I don't know. I just didn't, I felt like that middle part was just like, eh. So okay. weirdly enough, I gave it a seven. I was jumping back and forth between seven and six. Um, I didn't want to give this score below what the my average ended up being, though. Um, for the exact opposite reason. Uh, so all of the Sakar stuff was based on the the Planet Hulk, um, the Planet Hulk like comic series in which uh. Hulk becomes a gladiator, takes over a planet, blah blah blah. 
Um, that was the, those were the most interesting parts of the movie. It was, yeah, was, I mean, it definitely was interesting. Yeah. It was Thor like existing in this new world, like having to combat like his responsibility as King, um, with, uh, the crazy opposing force that is the Hulk, the freaking Hulk and getting back to Asgard. And I understand that this movie was set up to destroy Asgard. Yeah. They just did it in such a boring way. Yeah. Kate Blanchett did great with what she was given because Hela is one of the most boring villains in the entire franchise. Yeah. They didn't need her. So, and something, something that I could like, and this is just me spitballing here, like not even considering like if, if they wanted to incorporate the planet Hulk stuff, uh, in the Planet Hulk canon, and sorry, comic nerds, if I'm wrong about this, Hulk like punches a planet and destroys it. Like Hulk is overpowered. So I think it would have been interesting to have oh, the Hulk do it. The Hulk be the one to destroy Asgard. That'd be cool. And then have like that kind of and, and like the Asgardians will hate him for it, but like Thor knows that he had to. So did Loki. All all that deal. So that I think that would be more interesting. Yeah, Hela was not interesting. Um, Heimdall was barely needed in this movie. Um, yeah, it was. It was. You didn't really need any of that. I don't know. Was, I think. I think Hela was just kind of another addendum onto the oh, Asgard and Odin was never really what you thought it was. Yeah, spiel. But it was like now you're just beating a dead horse. Like we. Yeah, that's like yeah, the amount we, of times we've been, we been known that the amount of times in the last 15 minutes when they were like, Asgard's not a place. It's a people. I was like, all right, we get it. We get it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> so the yeah, plot I was, get, the plot yeah. was fine. I gave it a seven. It was good. Yeah. Writing and characters. I also gave it a seven. Thor was great. Hulk was great. Loki is Loki. Valkyrie was great. The, uh, the grandmaster was excellent. Oh, so good. Why was, uh, <laughs> Why was the guy from the boys in this? When I realized that, I was like, yo, that's the butcher. <laughs> yeah, like, why was the butcher on? in this? Um, why was he in this? Why was Kate Blanchett in this? Those, you can't, and I always say this, I've said it every episode, you need to get the protagonist, the deuteragonist, and the antagonist right. If the antagonist of the movie was the Grandmaster, that would have been great. Or the antagonist, Surter, I guess you could count as that, I don't really know. Um, Hello was a horrendous antagonist that really ruined the character writing for me. And like the writing, I think, and, and that would be lower, but because the writing was so good, the humor was great. Uh, they really rolled with Thor being a comedic character in addition to being like the strongest. Also the scene with Dr. Strange was hysterical and beautifully well-written. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's a, a seven. Scene. It's a seven. Yeah. I gave it an eight. Um, I didn't like Hella. I was like, you're just, it's just like, she's evil. Cause she's bad. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Moving on. Um, I thought most of the characters were really well written. I thought Valkyrie's character arc was very good in this movie. Um, it didn't feel too rushed, didn't feel out of place. I thought the entire uh, part of the movie on Sakaar when Thor and Hulk were like basically at odds with each other and Thor is trying to outsmart the Hulk while also like outsmart Bruce Banner at the same time because I thought that was really good. Um, I did make a note though but there were two things that I really liked a lot about uh, the writing in this is that the opening 20 minutes of this movie are complete chaos. And I'm, you're like, what is happening? What is going on? But at the same time, it's controlled very well. It's not, it's not like chaos to the point where you're like, I'm confused. You're just like, I know this will play out. I just got to let it sit. The other one was that there's a, a really nice political commentary in there about um, prisoners. 
<laughs> one of the guards was like, oh yeah, the, the slaves are acting up again. And he was like, don't call them slaves. I hate the word. And she goes, oh, sorry, prisoners with jobs. And I was like, yikes, dude. Yep, 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 <laughs> um, yep. And I forgot that that was in this movie, but I was like, that's a very good political commentary. Um, also, We also forgot to mention Korg. I love Korg. The best character. Awesome character. Meek and Korg are so good in this movie. Thank you. Just, thank you, Taika Waititi. Yeah, incredible character. I love Korg. Um, and I'm, I'm so glad he was in Endgame. That was just great stuff. Uh, but yeah, I gave it an eight. Uh, directing and cinematography, speaking of which, what'd you think? Speaking of Taika I, also, I also went with an eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Taika Waititi of the park in this. It's, it's not the greatest thing I've ever seen, but it's also very good. Um, there was... What happened here? Um, there was that one scene where I think Valkyrie and Loki are walking and they're on that like reflective floor and you're seeing it like from underneath of them. Um, there's that one shot where Bruce Banner um, is like in the Quinjet and he's like show like ship footage and there's a shot of him and his face with the Hulk and the camera and the video like mixing together. And I was like, oh, that's such good foreshadowing for what's going to come eventually. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I just thought it, it just, it looked good. It, there was, it, 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 it's again, space. So like, it's kind of easy to make that look really cool. But I thought that the choices that were made and the direction of it were very good. Yeah, I I, it, I agree. I also give it an eight. It looks very good. Um, I really loved the, like I said, the Doctor Strange scene, mm-hmm. scene with, um, with uh, Doctor Strange, like manipulating the world around uh, Thor. And I love the... <laughs> I love the scene where um, he hands him some tea and then it zooms in on Thor's face and he's like, I don't drink tea. He's like, what do you drink? And he goes, not tea. And it cuts back and he's got the, the big stein of beer in his hand. Yeah. And that was such an obvious like jump cut edit, but it, may, it I still I still bought it. I still bought the yeah. Doctor Strange like changed it to a beer. You know what I'm saying? And then he filled it up and all that stuff. And then- Me, um, me and drafts. <laughs> yeah. And then like the beautiful shots of like this tracking shot staying on Thor's body when he just like gets pulled to the side and then he's in a yeah. new room, all that stuff. That was my favorite scene in the movie. Yep. Um, and it featured Dr. Strange. See guys, I don't hate Dr. Strange. That's true. You don't. <laughs> um, I think the chase scene uh, where Bruce had to fly the. Um, yeah, that's a good scene. yeah. That's a really great scene. scene. The cinematography of Surtur destroying Asgard and then killing Hela with the giant sword. Um, that was great. It, it, it looked good. It, like like you said, it didn't blow any minds. Um, I think that the uh, scenes of Thor getting the crap beat out of him and then just like flashing back to Odin, they were a little tacky, um, but they did what they needed to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eight. Good. Yeah. Moving on to acting. I gave it a nine. Okay. I thought the acting was very good. I think uh well this also goes to how well he was written but i think chris hemworth chris chris hemsworth did the best job he had done so far in this movie uh bruce banner the same actually no that's that's a lie bruce banner is great in every movie shout out to mark ruffalo mark ruffalo is very good at that role um it's jeff freaking goldblum oh so good it's tom hiddleston uh tessa thompson did pretty good her character valkyrie didn't have a whole lot of character to develop but um i loved the relationship that she had with hulk and then like the reaction the interactions that they she had with banner like they could tell like i feel like we know each other that was so funny and they're like i feel like i've met you before yeah it was really good (laughs) and angry girl um and then uh kate blanchett like i said (laughs) terrible script terribly written poor villain excellent acting yeah. almost convinced me that it was a good character but she, she raised the bar pretty dang high for a bad for a bad piece of writing yeah i i liked it i think the acting was phenomenal that's a nine for me i went with an eight similar reasons um carl urban i love you dude 
A, why, but also B, not not very good, not in, this very good in this movie. Like that character was kind of useless, just not needed. Um, and also Idris Elba, you are a fantastic actor. What are you doing in this movie? Like you were supposed, this is the most important you were supposed to be is in this yeah. movie. Yeah. And you're just not good at it. Yep. Like you're bad. I'm sorry. And I love him as an actor, but in this movie, he was just not good. So I was like, those two, That's for true. characters That's that true. were tried to be portrayed as important, and they just fell horribly flat. So I'm going to bump it to an eight. Special effects, what'd you think? I gave it a nine. It's Thor. I also gave it a nine. Super, it looks great. Sakar looked awesome, that whole thing. The only issue I had with it was in the beginning, those like first uh, people that come out, they looked like, what's that, what's that like tr- tribe of people from Star Wars? Um, do you know what I'm talking about the like the they're like the poachers like the ravagers or whatever oh the the the, on the Tatooine. Tuscan Raiders yeah <laughs> I got big Tuscan Raiders vibes from them when they when they first get to Sakaar yeah, and yeah. I was like it's a little tacky but I can like live with it. loves Star Wars yeah I was like I can live with this all right that's fine but over it looked good it was a yeah, it looked great it looked great uh and finally the score I gave it an eight because every the music completely complimented everywhere they needed to go and i think i would give that a seven on normal circumstances but the fact that thor's theme song in this movie was immigration song yeah very good not only an incredible freaking song but like the commentary like because they are shoving it down their throat of like asgard is a people perfect you know perfect and that that song bumped it up an entire point for me that is an eight Somehow I forgot to include Immigrant Song in my thinking of the score, so I just bumped it to an eight. I had a seven, but I'm going yep. with eight. Yep. Um, also, the use of pure imagination, very good. Yeah, yeah, movie. you're right. Very Absolutely good great. choice in this movie. Um, and also the score, like the music itself, the way it shifts when they're on Sakaar to sound like a video game. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Um, I, also I, like, wanna, I also do want to point out attention to uh, the scene where uh, they're on the Quinjet and Hulk sees Nat and he starts like, Banner finally fights his way out. Oh, yeah. And... Um, the, the music is so like some because Hulk is like ravaging. He's like punching yeah. things and he's like abs looks like he's having a crazy like headache or whatever. And um the, the music is just so somber. It's got like violins and stuff and it's like calming down. And it's it's like showing the de-escalation of, yeah. of like it was Hulk's good use banner. of good really use good of use of music. music. Really good use of music. Very good. Um cool. So uh at the end of all that is written, um this might be is this the closest we've ever ranked the movie because Hunter uh, gave gives Ragnarok a 7.75. I give it a 7.90, uh, giving it the average score of 7.83. Yeah. Uh, no, the closest we had was Iron Man 3. Uh, 7 to 7.05. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. That one will get beaten. That one will not get beaten. <laughs> yeah. Um, seven point eight three. I feel like that's a good landing spot for this movie. It could, yeah. You could yeah. it could be an eight, which basically it is. Um, yep. I, I know. I. I, I inflate how good this movie is because compared to the other Thor movies, which were a 2.3 and a uh, 2.63. So yeah. that's a huge jump. That is a huge jump. Yeah. Um, good, for, good for, good for Taika Waititi. I, you remember that meme that was Sue Sylvester that was like, I'm going to create an environment that is so toxic. Yeah. Yeah. I saw somebody say Taika Waititi uh, getting the Thor Ragnarok job. He said, I'm going to create a movie that is so weird. <laughs> Dude, the whole Sakaar sequence is like, what is what this a is weird the weirdest movie. thing? What a but weird I heard, movie. I heard, I saw there was a in dropped in the news yesterday that um, with TD and Hemsworth said that the Thor Love and Thunder script is the best script that they've seen in a movie they've done in the MCU. And coming from Hemsworth, I think that's pretty high praise. Um, and Taika Waititi said he's very excited about it. And plus, they're adding what is it, um, Russell Crowe, and who's the other guy? 
Christian Bale. They're adding oh, yeah. them to this movie, and I'm like super just like, dude, what, what, is a, this? what a betrayal! Christian Bale coming to the MCU. <laughs> I, I love it. It's like, I love like, it. He's just like, forget DC, goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> to play a villain it. too. Like, I like, love yeah, it so go. much. He's just like, you hired Batfleck. Okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, toast. Bye. See ya. Okay. Um. So next week we will finally get to what we have been teasing for months. <laughs> and we're going to talk about Black Panther. Black Panther. Black Panther, the movie that is that opens up directly after a movie that came five movies before it. So, yeah. Oh yeah, because it opens up after Civil War. War. Yeah, 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 that's right. Oh yeah, look at that. All right. <laughs> Well, on this uh, Memorial Day weekend, uh, wrapping up the nice episode, we are going to segue into a little segment we like to call Crisis Averted. Hunter, who are you sending love to today? Um, this week, I'm sending love to two people that do not listen to the show. Um, How about they the first one the is I'm, I'm sending love to the Seattle Seahawks because there's hot rumors they want to trade for Julio Jones, and I would... I would love much that. rather have him on the Seahawks than the Ravens. So yeah, I would love him to go catch balls from Russell. Apparently him and Russ have talked. So I'm like, let's go. So John Schneider, make it happen. Let's go. Um, the other one that I want to shout out is there is a restaurant in Long Island called Borelli's, um, which is like, there, there's the guy who's the guy's son who owns it is, um, is a barstool employee. But what they did is the Islanders are, they're huge Islanders fans. And they're currently playing the Bruins in the second round. And David Pasternak, who plays for the Bruins, his nickname is Pasta. So for the entire entire duration of the second round Borelli's which is an Italian restaurant is not serving any pasta yes. and I think that that is so petty yes, they took their menus funny. and crossed it out with an x and like that is so that's good really funny um so it's like you can get anything you want as long as it doesn't have pasta in it. so much so faith good. in your like clientele to not I know like, not cut never come back come on right I was like okay I guess they really devoted on the island but I just love yeah. that so much I was like shout out Borelli's good for you yeah uh myself um and I have to address it. Huge shout out to John Tillman and the Maryland lacrosse team um, for honestly proving everybody wrong. Uh, we made it to the national championship uh, and kept it close to the last second. Um, so everybody was saying like big 10 lacrosse is lame. Big 10 lacrosse can't hang. Um, and in championship weekend, we uh, technically we outscored our opponents. Um, what was the, what was it like? 13 to or 13 to four and then uh we lost 16 to 17 so we outscored our opponents by uh 10 goals so i'll take that uh good on you i love still looking forward to next year um i'm also sending love to something that in in the same vein of sending love to uh professional sports teams (laughs) uh jay-z also known as Beyonce's husband, oh, yeah. <laughs> has expressed interest in uh, buying part ownership of the Washington football team. I would, and I, I cannot it. tell you how I badly, so badly I want that. How badly I want that. Because even though he is a billionaire, billionaire he is a, uh, a minority billionaire that legitimately worked his way up from nothing. And you know what? I can respect that. I can respect aspects of it. So, uh, Jay-Z, please, uh, please, please buy the Washington football team. At least a Do little it. bit of it. Dude. I'd like to see you and Dan Snyder go toe to toe. That'd be so fun. Imagine all the content that would get produced. Oof, oh my God. That'd be so, so good. good. Yeah. Sh- also shout out to the Washington uh, football team, uh, social, te- uh, social media team. Their social team is They're very so good. good. They're really <laughs> They're good. so good. Very good. Um, so that ra- about wraps it up for this nice episode of quarter life crisis. Hunter, do you have crisis crisis hunter? You have any final thoughts? Uh, it's been a very nice time hanging out with you. Um, and uh, it's a nice episode. So it's a nice episode. And then we're going to have a nice week. Uh, <laughs> 
for Quarter Life Crisis, for episode 69 of Quarter Life Crisis, I have been your host, D-Rec, here with my co-host, Hunty. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you next week for episode 70. Nice. Nice.